listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. I feel the need, the need for speed. have sunscreen i did but i like it was such a weird day man like my girlfriend was gonna come with me and then she didn't and then the people who like hosted it they planned the whole thing and then they backed out because they got final four tickets so i was on a boat alone with strangers (laughs) but but, like so were they you know so yeah you know when you're just out with your friends and they invite you on a yacht and then you know they go to the final four instead and you still get on the yacht you know relatable that mm-hmm. normal, that normal Austin thing that happens. I respect you for still going. Oh yeah, I wasn't not going, man. I haven't done anything fun in like six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you like just go to Vegas? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's not like, totally true. Like, I haven't gotten to choose the fun thing. I you do. went to a Kings game in Los Angeles. Yeah, and that that did rule. I wasn't prepared for the temperature near ice. That was something I wish I would have thought through. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I did. did you this. say you were in the danger zone? <laughs> Song plays eight times in this this movie. Um, oh, sorry, what were you saying? No, I was about to start the podcast, but go oh, on. I was going to share something that's, I think, worthy of the podcast. So I'll let you go first. I insist. All right. I feel so lucky that I made it this far in life before seeing that movie for the first time. I feel that, <laughs> yeah, that's such no, a I agree with that. these days, you know, um, I don't know if I'm better off because of it, but I definitely, I'm, I'm on the inside of the joke now. At least I think it's a joke. Many people would call you a better person. Actually, you had that above everybody else. <laughs> so yeah, you're just a better person than everyone. I guess yeah. so. I think um, Royden was the only one of us who had seen this movie. Before. I'm quite literally the only one that has seen <laughs> Top Gun week. before. Uh, welcome to a One Take Podcast, episode 104. Um, you are listening to our Top Gun episode. We are joined by Between Two Bears, Matt and Evan. Evan and Matt uh, hey, doing awesome. a throwback review. Guys, how are we doing? Y'all watch this for, for money. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's funny about anything we do these days is we will send these like pretty well organized ideas of things we could do for Between Two Bears because I feel like we both have pretty lofty thoughts about what it could be. Mm-hmm. And 100% of the time, it's just us and our friend JP hanging out. That's, that's, <laughs> and that's, that's okay. From the jump. And it's been great. JP's a good movie hang. I was I was there to watch the movie for the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know that I was prepared for the movie itself. Uh, but I'm I'm excited to know how other people experience this for the first time. I was there to watch the movie for the sexual undertones, but we'll get into that here in a, in a, in a second. Um, 
Yeah. We're also joined by Dex and Tej as usual, but they have not seen this. I'm the only one that's seen this movie. I don't like. I don't know how that's possible. Maybe I just. I mean, Matt and Evan grew up with a with a white dad, so like I don't know sure how did. they missed out on this one. <laughs> but this uh, is white dad TNT special. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely yeah. fell through the cracks on that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how that happened. Yeah, my go-to excuse for not seeing movies like this is I was born in 1995 and both of my parents are black. So it just never came up. So like it's never got around to it. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but here we are today. Look at us. I'm actually shocked Teach hasn't seen this being the Tom Cruise aficionado. I'm really shocked you haven't seen I this. I love Tom Cruise and it's been on my to-do list for like a decade, but I don't know what y'all are talking about. This one's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's right up like. t- it's right up that speed like i love that 80s camp action i love it sign me up y'all don't like fighter jets fighter jets are the coolest thing to ever exist like i mean i like this movie <laughs> i think i'm i'm torn on it because had i known that part of the mystique of the movie was that it's not objectively like awesome like if i would have known that coming into the watch i think my brain would have been in a lot better space but i came into the movie thinking every like this is a beloved movie Everyone is shocked that I haven't seen it. I'm going to be blown away. Mm. And uh, what I got was denim volleyball, which is fine. <laughs> I just, I, I wasn't in that sort of space, you know? Oh man, I was. So maybe I enjoyed it more than you did. Probably. Uh, yeah. Were y'all but ready I, for the amount of sweat that is in this movie? That is the it first is thing written, so much sweat it in this is movie. written in all caps here on my grid notebook. Why is this movie so moist? <laughs> it's a very moist note. <laughs> where did you say it was filmed? What was the joke you made? You said it was filmed like in LaPorte, Houston or something? Yeah, this was absolutely <laughs> filmed in Baytown. Like, without a doubt. Hell yes. Orange, Texas. This is just down on the bayou. Jeez. Just the- indoors, yeah. outdoors, athletic activities, standing completely still. Sitting under a ceiling fan. Everybody's just sweating buckets. All the time, constantly. Three people drink water the entire movie. The the sweat was the first thing I noticed. And then something else Matt and I talked about a lot. It was the second thing I noticed. There's a lot of one man smoking the same cigar in that Mm. movie. And he smokes (laughs) it in pressurized environments. Yeah, that's true. He's in a submarine pulling clouds. (laughs) Cloud. just vape god in 1986 exactly he's still gnawing on it at the end of the movie too all right top gun uh came out 1986 rated pg it is a tight hour and 50 minutes but you could have made it even shorter than that um it has a nice 6.9 on imdb uh actually ranked right now trending the 95th most popular movie on this website uh has a 50 meta score as students at the united states navy's elite fighter weapons school compete to be the best in the class one daring young pilot learns a few things from a civilian instructor that are not taught in the classroom Ugh. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh written by written by jim cash jack Epps jr based on a magazine article called top guns by uh, I have no idea how to pronounce this name. Ehud Yune. 
a magazine article. A magazine article. Uh, stars Tom Cruise. I said it was directed by Tony Scott, Ridley Scott's brother. Um, Tim Robbins, Kelly McGillis, Val Kilmer, uh, Anthony Edwards with hair. Yep. Tom Skerritt and Michael mm-hmm. Ironsides are in this movie. Also, uh, Rick Rossovich as Slider, Clarence Gilead Jr. as Sundown, host of other. Uh, oh, and uh, young Meg Ryan. Mm. Shout out. Just chef's kiss. Um, y'all want to take a stab really quick at uh, and Dex, you, you may not be you may not be able to answer because when I said this movie made a ton of money, it had a fifteen million dollar budget. Anyone want to take a stab at how much this made in Ronald Reagan era dollars? Uh, that's so much math. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna go with one hundred and fifty million. Yeah, not adjusted for inflation. I'm just saying how much money it actually made at the box office. I don't even know where to start. $15 million budget. Dex, do you know it? Uh, I think it was like $347. $357 million on a $15 million budget. Can we go back briefly? Because I think you mentioned... uh, some some actor's name who I don't know. Oh, Clarence Gilliard. Yeah, the black guy. His name is Sundown. I didn't want to mention it. Are but you dead? Now that you now that you now that you mentioned I did it, not the, know the name was Sundown. Yeah, you don't. Holy know. shit! Holy shit! <laughs> you don't know Clarence Gilliard? Uh, should I? Walker Texas Rangers. He's a Walker I Texas get- Ranger. Never saw that. <laughs> he was also he was also the nerd hacker in Die Hard as well. Yes, this that's where I know him from the most. He's the nerd, uh, the nerd hacker dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the only black pilot in this is named Sundown. So <laughs> that is awful, awful, awful. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I don't know if you saw this. This was one of J.K. Rowling's first like writing. This <laughs> <laughs> kind of how she cut her teeth in the industry. <laughs> damn it! God but damn she it. Was, Writing Harry Potter, she's like, I gotta take notes. Asian girl Cho Chang, black guy Sundown. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, that one is tough. I didn't want to mention it, but I'm glad you caught it. Uh, All right, let's this movie. <laughs> yeah, this made 300 mil. It made a star out of Tom Cruise. Um, I mean, he was budding star with Risky Business. Uh, but he was 24 when this came out. And then right after that, I think is, um, oh, what is, what is, he goes risky business, all the right moves, Top Gun, and then the color of money. Then it goes cocktail Rain Man, born on the 4th of July. It's an incredible run in the late 80s by uh, one Tom Cruise. And uh, so, so this movie has a, 57% on Rotten Tomatoes, 83% critic score, though it features some of the most memorable and electrifying aerial footage shot with an expert eye for action. Top Gun offers too little for non-adolescent viewers to chew on when its characters <laughs> aren't in the air. So. Was this movie for kids? <laughs> it was PG. rated PG, PG, which blows my mind in retrospect. I don't think oh. in the 80s they had the PG-13 rating. Entirely possible. 
time. So he, uh, he could just walk into the women's rest, restroom after a woman after she has turned him down. We do like, need to start there. Movie. That <laughs> tongue, <laughs> no, the tongue kissing is worth like a rated R alone. It's. I don't want to see we, that. It was bad. We have to start about. We, we have to start with with Tom Cruise following the the young lady into the restroom. And well, let's. Uh, I, I say that now. I don't even know what to say about it. I'm still flabbergasted. Yeah, because like what? Huh? Also, the the move just to immediately have the entire bar start singing so that you can hook up with this one girl. Nah, fam. I'm not, not that cool. No, I that was a flick. That, that was phenomenal. It was an I'm incredible. not about to be a part of this person. That was the greatest display of wingman I've ever seen in a movie. That was phenomenal. We are all As... going to use our energy to get one guy laid. That is perfection. I love Wait, it. what's Look, the one fam. song that you could think you could sing, get everyone to sing in a bar to get you laid? I'm in love with the stripper. <laughs> <laughs> Motivation by Kelly Rowland. That's my answer. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would do this to get me laid, but I've always looked for an excuse to recreate that scene for making the band where they do End of the Road. So I yes. feel like maybe I just want me and my boys to open up this pit at a bar and yell that at each other. R&B battle. And just singing voice to me. Maybe one of us gets laid. Who knows? <laughs> I'm doing uh, Breaking Free or Soar and Flying from High School Musical. I'm, uh, I guess I'm going to go with like a Beyonce song. Give me like Love on Top or some shit. But nice. personally, I feel like if you're going to have us do the whole, you know, the whole bar singing routine, you got to give us like a solid 10 that we're going after here. We're not like, yeah. no disrespect to Charlie, but she's not worth the entire bar being in on this, like this move. This is not, I'm not, I'm not singing partition. <laughs> I'm not singing partition for anybody. Yeah. Like it's got to be, we got to be top of the top <laughs> up here, like elite. Sorry. You, any of the people that like joined in and did the singing saw him immediately follow her into the bathroom and be like, we practiced this for that shit. Yuck, dude. Ew. Yuck. <laughs> also, do all of these people just forget that they just sang to this one woman at a bar like a few days ago? Like when she becomes their instructor. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. The only like, ones that are embarrassed are those two. Because, yeah, she's like, I don't want anyone to think that, you know, there's something going on between us or whatever. And they're, fam, we all just sang to you. Like, that was the whole point of us doing that. So something's going on between y'all now. That's Meg, right? That isn't the young Meg Ryan, that character? Is it Meg Ryan? No, that's not. Kelly McGillis is the love interest. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan is Goose's wife. Well, I kind of agree with Dex that, uh, you know, she wasn't the hottest woman I've ever seen. So maybe I would have thought the same thing, but what did, I'm, a, I'm I want to hear from the white men on the podcast of what we are thinking when you saw her, obviously Roy, you saw her when you were a kid. So like, you'd be like, Oh my God, this is this woman that's smoking hot. <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie. When I was a kid, she was the hottest woman I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> okay. That, I just want to make sure. Cause just because we don't like her in 2022 doesn't mean that at the time, like, wasn't smoking hot and maybe you would sing to her at a bar dude and, when i was like nine when i saw this i was like this is this is just this is just what women look like <laughs> dude i had that same experience guys. with uh with reba and little rascals <laughs> man <laughs> i thought reba the race car driver in little rascals was like the hottest woman of all time when i was you're not wrong and then i like went back and looked at pictures like reba is hot now but in that movie, not hot at all. I was like, what was wrong with you? What was I looking at? <laughs> uh, I'm proud of myself because my gaydar was going off very hard. Like yeah. it, it was, it was, I, I understood 
the vibe there. And uh, yeah, not and what, that good um, of an actor. When people told me this movie was gay, I didn't know in the first 10 minutes we were going to get a scene where they're sitting there and the guy's like, oh, all this aerial footage is giving me a boner. I was like, oh, this, there's no subtext of gay here. We we'll on, we'll on get into here. it, but I have had the take on this podcast and I don't mean this derogatory. This is the gayest movie that has ever come out. It's the yeah. most gay positive movie. <laughs> Very gay positive. And it's crazy that you get a an overlap of gay sex positive or just sex positive generally and war propaganda. Yeah. So, <laughs> so neatly packaged, you know? Um, one trivia fact about this movie that um, I'm sure you all know, but I just learned is that in a movie filled with homosexual undertones, only one actor in that movie is a part of the LGBT community. Would you like to guess? I'll tell you. It's the main lady that Tom Cruise is trying to sleep with. That woman is gay and no one else in, in that movie is. That's bizarre. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What a curveball. Like, yeah, exactly. Unexpected. The, are, are, um, are we supposed to give these a grade? No, we, we just completely went off the rails there oh, okay. because... Uh, <laughs> It's because Evan it's said, let's start with our Evan or Matt said, let's start with them going into the bathroom. I'm, so. I'm not sure what you expected having us on. But. No, well, <laughs> considering our last podcast, this is tame. Um, <laughs> all right, Evan, let's start with you uh, because you had a roller coaster ride of yeah, watching this. I'm going still- like, this movie stinks. It's the worst. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so go well, ahead. The movie does stink. It's not a it's not a great movie. However, I wish I would have known that I wasn't supposed to love how good the movie is. Had I known that it's like ridiculous and it's yeah. like extremely um for lack of a better term it's like lovable, like it's a very lovable movie. Um once I was able to shift my mind a little bit, I had a great time. Like 20 minutes after the movie was over, I was like, okay, man, maybe maybe I did like that. Like maybe I could run it back someday. But during it, I was like, there's, I was like, there's no way. I was starting to question like Tom Cruise's credentials overall. Wow. I was like, I was like, I was like is this? What? I was like, is does he just stand around and be hot for a decade? Is that what I missed? Yeah. Have I been um, lied to this entire time? Yeah, <laughs> I like for real had like a Tom Cruise debate in my head. But uh, no, the movie was extremely endearing. Um, I wish I would have known that. Uh, but I'm going to give it a B minus. Nice. Exactly where it needs to be. Uh, Matt, this is a win for short Kings. Uh, go ahead. Give <laughs> oh, your, you got to love idea. it. You love to see it. Uh, really just, just the six man off the bench. Like you just out of nowhere, instant energy actor into the, into Hollywood with Tom Cruise. Loved it. In terms of the movie, um, it was the longest training level of a video game of a movie <laughs> that you've ever seen. And then you get uh, 10 minutes of the actual game, um, which is fine. I, I get it, right? Um, I, I think B minus is right about where it needs to be. I could be talked into just a, a solid B, but yeah, I, I think it, for 86, pretty good. It, it's yeah. if you do the conversion rate, it's an A minus in '86. Uh, for <laughs> adjusted now, for inflation, this is a exactly, <laughs> exactly adjusted for elevation. There you go. Nice, uh, Dex. Go ahead, man. And like this movie is the definition of mid to me. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, this is a, oh, you're, this is just you're a breaking my heart. You're breaking oh, my heart. Like, <laughs> 
this is this is insane to say about this film. Um, dude, I I was watching it and I was like, why do people like this so much? Like, I get like it's fighter jets and all that kind of shit. Like, exactly like, the first like hour and a half or whatever. I'm like, okay, yeah, like fighter jets, cool, but they're not fighting. They're just like, they're just flying. <laughs> they're not shooting at each yeah. other. I'm like, what the? Fu- why do I care about this? This is dumb. Like, oh no, tailspin. Ah, my partner's dead. Oh, oh no, no. You just oh, learned about him. What, you, what is going like, on? You just met his wife. Now he's dead. Oh no. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, Dex? <laughs> And then, like, they finally get in a fight, and they start getting cooked. I'm like, what was all this training for? Y'all are ass. Like, <laughs> y'all suck. They're five to two. They had a five on two. The Russians had a five on two fast break. It was five on three. Layup. One of them got cooked immediately. Like, thirty seconds into this fight, one of them is just immediately out of it. I was like, what the fuck? Whatever. But I mean, like, it's fine. It's you know. If I watched it with like a sound bar or something, like I'm sure I would like the fighter jet sounds would have been even cooler than they already were. But other than that, there's really not that much to care about in this movie. Uh, but I did have like a decent time. I didn't like hate watching it or whatever. I was just like this kind of stinks. And I'm definitely gonna go see the sequel as soon as it comes out. So absolutely, you know, they got that out of me at least. Yeah, <laughs> I understand the take. Right, like there are '80s movies that translate very poorly to current times and then there are 80s movies that you know translate very well to current times and this is like in the upper third ish it's right at that third line and i think that's okay yeah had i seen this in 1986 or even you know 2000 as a small child i would have been like that's fucking amazing but you know right now eh, it was i see I think I know too much about Tom Cruise to really be wondering <laughs> what he's got going on, you know? Hey, that doesn't stop me from cheering like it's a football match in, in the uh, in the seat when Mission Impossible 19 comes out. Like, I'm yeah. just like... No, you're right. I'll be here. Um, something I knew about Tom Cruise and was reminded of pretty early is that he has a tooth in the center of his head. Oh. Yeah, it's he got it corrected since, but th- this is all teeth sideways yeah. in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's all I can. Evan do. ruined yeah. the entire watching experience for me, pointing <laughs> that out at the beginning of the movie. It it probably was a B plus in my brain, but I couldn't stop staring at his stupid mouth. Stupid <laughs> mouth. <laughs> um, one one theory I have about this movie that I'd like to run past you guys. I think I already ran it past Matt. Um, is Tom Cruise homeless in this movie? <laughs> Good <home>? question. <laughs> He's, he's, he's showering everywhere. The one shower, the, the all the shower scenes he's in are in a public gym or at some woman's house uninvited. So he's yeah. just like, oh, I'm already over. You mind if I take a shower real quick? Sorry, I'm super sweaty. His only means of transportation is a motorcycle. Uh-huh. And he never showers at his own home. Mm-hmm. He's definitely homeless. Yeah, Guys, bro. look, San Diego has a terrible homeless situation going on right now he's been couch surfing uh, for years just not to mention by. have you tried to pay rent in that city come on not once <laughs> um it really is crazy what you like there our our country has a storied past 
one thing oh, we boy. all agree on is that we do propaganda pretty well. You know, mm-hmm. this was straight yeah. propaganda the whole time. And here we are 36 later, 36 years later, pretending like it's not, you know? <laughs> no, I will get into that here in a second. Uh, Tej, you love this movie. Uh, you would have signed up for the Navy if this uh, came out in 1986. <laughs> I, I they caught you when you were 18. I you can't say I would have signed up for the Navy, but this movie is phenomenal. I don't know what there is not to like. Obviously, it is 80s. It is campy. So there are a lot of things to poke holes in when you're watching it for the first time in 2022. Uh, Tom Cruise just walking into a woman's bathroom casually as if nothing <laughs> would ever happen that would and be like, oh, we can do it right here on the counter. It was extremely, I could not believe that happened. I was like, wait, even in 1986, this is some, a weird way to write a film. He just walked into the women's bathroom. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he didn't nobody freaks out. Nobody cares. She's not even like a bit worried. Like, it's just weird. Uh, I will say he did, he did the universal check the counter to make sure it's a stable surface <laughs> before answering the question, which that was realistic. That that made me happy. You have to show that part in movies. You can't just put someone up on the counter and start having sex. You got to check that counter first. I appreciate exactly. it. This craftsmanship is elite. Dedication. I appreciated that. Um, it's obviously very gay, which is super dope to watch in retrospect. But like. I understand now. I like I said. I thought you were saying it was a subtext of gay, but it's not a subtext at all. This is an incredibly gay film. Um, I was very sad when Goose died. Uh, rest in peace to Goose. I did not know that was going to happen. I was very upset, and also I did not know that a fighter jet. If you fly in the jet stream of another fighter jet, you're just going to a tailspin. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen on a movie screen. <laughs> like we need more movies about fighter jets. How can y'all not enjoy this? Half the movie they're in fighter jets. Even when they were just flying them, this movie sounds better than Tenet, and Tenet came down in 2020. <laughs> yes. Bro, what is going so on? This movie was made in 1986, and Tenet sounded like absolute shit, and I saw it in IMAX and couldn't understand shit. This movie, I'm hearing people talk, and I'm hearing the roar of fighter jet engines. They never, they never clash. I can hear everything that's being said. I can't believe that this movie was made in 1980. You could could understand Tom Cruise in this better than you could understand Tom Hardy in Dunkirk. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Like, how would they have a better soundscapes in 1986 than you have today? Anyway. How are we turning Top Gun into Christopher Nolan slander? What is this? What's going on? (laughs) Because Tony Scott's a king. Hear everything. Also, this is like a movie star movie. Tom Cruise is a movie star. And for half the movie, his face is halfway covered by this little pilot thing and it's still fucking awesome because fighter jets are really cool i didn't realize how cool fighter jets was until i seen this movie and i was like wow fighter jets i want to watch more stuff about fighter jets and even when they weren't shooting when they were doing a little scrimmaging i thought that was dope as hell i didn't mind that they were like obviously no one's getting shot because they're just practicing i like a good he's got to learn like we got to learn the value of of teamwork now that you know you're a maverick you go out on your own but you got to learn the value of teamwork you got to learn what to do when you get caught in the other dude's jet stream I appreciate the journey. It pays off in the end when they have to, they got a five on three fast break and they just, they, they block four shots at the rim and win the game. That How can you not enjoy that? This film is an A. If I watched it in the eighties, I would have thought it was an A plus. This was a phenomenal film. I can't wait for the sequel. I had a great time. You would oh, be you worked up. You'd be talking to your kids. Like my dad talked to me, like, sit down. We got to watch this on DVD. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have it. You want to watch it? <laughs> just like Man. Also, Val Kilmer is the greatest actor ever. I love every time I see Val Kilmer anything. He's amazing. All right. Let's take Calm it. Down. Between this and I Tombstone, what a run. Settle <laughs> Val Kilmer gave a Tombstone. 
He gave us Top Gun. He's in heat. He's the greatest. Uh, when he said sorry about your friend, people liked him. <laughs> that 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 hit that me. was shit. That was shitty ass writing. I was like, that's I'll the most you. worthless thing I've ever. Heard. Also, an empath. I can tell you're sad about your friend. <laughs> <laughs> they only have like real honest conversations in locker rooms with dudes like for real laying spread eagle, like pair like horizontal to the ground. That's the <laughs> they're talking. Man, I nearly died up there. Hey, Slider, can you put your dick away, please? That'd be great. <laughs> uh, uh, there was only one choice of underwear in the 80s, and it was the whitey type. There was only one choice. No briefs. What's no crazy briefs. is... All briefs. Only briefs. Only briefs. Uh, well. If I describe both movies that you guys have had me watch so far, so this and... Um, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Yeah. And then you said, which one of these do you think you see a dick in? I'm putting a trillion dollars on Top Gun. <laughs> like a full frontal Marky Mark dick. Not even like a porn dick. A regular dick. I would have thought it had been Top Gun. There's a rated R cut of this somewhere where dudes are just like, just walking around. Just like, like Tony Scott was like, no, no towels. I don't want towels on my set. Was Tom Cruise late to a date because he was playing beach volleyball? With other sweaty dudes, yeah. yeah. Didn't change his pants either. Just put a shirt on. And he went straight from this date where he was sweating and being nasty to someone's house and started the date with, I'm going to take a shower at your place. Who the fuck does this guy think he is? <laughs> and then Tom the fucking Cruise. The next scene opens up with him getting out of a shower that's not that woman's. So he just got consent <laughs> to shower there and then didn't do it. <laughs> he's homeless he's definitely homeless he just needed to know if it was okay the idea of him showering there was fine wait so like if i come pass. back like if i come back on a tuesday <laughs> like, like like say like you know 8 p.m something like that you don't even have to be here to be clear, my own so yeah no, yeah. yeah. i'll stay ready but uh, this movie is uh the greatest worst movie of all time um <laughs> It's up it, there. It is. I will say this: Tony Scott does know how to film action scenes. He's like Ridley Scott's. He, I mean, he's just Ridley Scott's brother with like ADHD. Like he just, Ridley he just, Scott. yeah, he's a Ridley, uh, Ridley Scott. Yeah, and uh, he. <laughs> oh That's, That's really good. That's awesome. Um, he. He just, everything is just this frenetic. We're going to make a thousand cuts. We're going to have shaky cam in 1986. We're, we're all over the place. We're going to reuse uh, explosions because we ran out of money. And uh, <laughs> we're going to play Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins 13 times. They, they played Take My Breath Away at least 10 times in this film. Every well, time a woman was on yeah. screen, they were like, let's take my breath away. There's a woman on screen. Play it, play it. They again. would start take my breath away, <laughs> kind of stop it and be like, how about we just really bring that one back in? <laughs> they licensed three songs and they were like, fuck it, we don't have time. We're doing it. Go. Yeah. <laughs> like uh yeah, this movie you could cut out about half of this movie. It all of the love story between Tom Cruise and Kelly Miguelis, you can just you can just cut out. It's uh, uh make him kiss Iceman. I don't care. Make like <laughs> like do that. Share a kiss in the locker room. That's your love interest. And we're, we're going from there. Um, you know, but the, the, the chemistry between goose and Maverick is better 
than the chemistry between Kelly McGillis and oh, yeah, Maverick. They were um, levels. Much better. There's also like a storyline in this that goes throughout where he's like, oh, my father was a great pilot and everything that happened to him is classified. And it just doesn't matter. Mm, no. <laughs> For the sequel, baby. Yeah. There's like a whole backstory about his father. His 95-year-old father is going to be in the sequel. That's what it's <laughs> yeah, he's going to show up. I actually didn't die. But like all that said, are you winning, son? Yeah. <laughs> no, Dad. Uh, no, Dad. I'm a fighter pilot. I I will say this movie is an A plus, man. Actually, it's probably more like a like a B minus. But the the thing, it it just it made Tom Cruise a star. Like I can't like we don't have Mission Impossible eight if you don't have Top Gun. Thank God because Tom, Tom Cruise is an American hero. Yeah, you quite literally don't. And I mean, I had a coach in middle school that was a literal naval aviator. Uh, I don't know what he was doing co- coaching middle school basketball. It was way above his station or way below his station. Um, <laughs> but he, he basically, he told my Chilling dad. in Livingston, Texas. Yeah, that's his middle school trash. I know that team was so trash. <laughs> did he also teach like world geography yeah probably (laughs) yeah um but he uh he told my dad asked him one time because he flew the planes that they they don't fly these planes anymore my dad asked him though what he thought about top gun he said it's all bullshit so it's just like (laughs) it's just like like the maneuvers that they're making and stuff like the step on the brakes, they'll fly right by the, the actual scene of that is he does that in the plane runs into the back of them. They both die. Um, <laughs> the, the, the opening scene where he's inverted and he gives him the finger is just all bullshit. Like that wouldn't happen at all. I'm shocked. Yeah. Uh, shocked and awe. And, uh, but yeah, this, this made a star out of Tom Cruise. He literally gives it at all. Uh, yeah, the Goose is, I will say, Goose and Meg Ryan have the least amount of screen time in this. Steal the show. Both of them are just, yep. ah, just perfect in there. They put up 15 shots in five minutes, and they hit 10 of them. It was it, yep. Goose. Some of us that have hearts were very moved when Goose died, but I guess others of us didn't really care that Goose Oh, died. when I was, like, came out, I was like, what, what the fuck? It, first of all, it doesn't need to happen. It doesn't <laughs> add to the story at all. I was like, what a lame way to die. What yes, the he, fuck? he looked at he remembers his dog tags right before the final scene where he went to the NBA finals. He motivated Top Gun, he motivated Maverick to win the big game. Angels in the outfield bullshit out of here. He like wasn't even buried at like the like when they did the final fight. Like he left the funeral to go fight. I need more distance from that if I'm gonna invoke someone's name. <laughs> And then and he then, throws his dog tags into the ocean. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, Tom Cruise's whole, like, big lesson that he learns from the death of his best friend is just, sometimes it'd be like that. And, like, you just gotta go fly again. <laughs> like, um, this is kind of like a niche. Keep doing the same shit. Yeah. I hope this lands with, like, one of you, hopefully. Have any of y'all ever played, uh, like, on a Madden football game, like a franchise where you can, like, you know, you run your team or whatever, and you can, like, propose trades to new teams? Mm-hmm. And depending on like what your trade package is, it gives you like a trade acceptance probability. I feel like that's what they did with this movie. They were like, okay, we do need a best friend to die. We do need a hot 20 year old actor. <laughs> we do need a love interest. We do need motorcycles and we do need volleyball. Let's just throw it in there. 
And if he gets accepted, hey, we're all rich. <laughs> that's what they did. You could have oh, changed yeah. every text of dialogue in this movie, and I probably would have felt the same way. <laughs> yeah, yeah they could literally right. say anything. <laughs> that's the whole thing. When you watch this when you're a kid, none of the dialogue, the backstory, I didn't know watching this that he had a dad going into this. <laughs> I had to watch it today to learn, like, oh, he's like <laughs> upset that like his dad died. I didn't know. I didn't know there was a dead dad storyline this entire time. It's confidential. Well, yeah, yeah well, the way that you get over your dead. grief is you just go back into the plane, and that's all you can do. They were assholes. They were like, work. they were assholes. Push they were like, it down. Hey, hey, hey! I know he's dead. Every '80s action movie, they were just staying on brand. Every '80s action movie is bury your problems, shut up about them, and get back to fucking work. Be a man, goddamn it! Ronald Reagan is president. <laughs> we're gonna need you to come in on saturday um, <laughs> um can, we, can we also you go first matt uh, we, we also need to talk about how they don't even get into top gun if cougar isn't like beaten off in the airplane or whatever he was doing <laughs> to freak out yep. like, is that the take that you had i said he just choked in the clutch you said he was that's no, what he was doing he was oh, oh. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what the fuck that... there, and then he just leaves all embarrassed, guys. God, yeah. that's stressful. And like, he, I didn't know Dex said this earlier, but I didn't know you could get out of the baby that easily. Like, you have a bad <laughs> game, you like, but you go Ben Simmons in the clutch, and you don't like dump the ball, and it's like, you know what, coach. This whole basketball no. thing's not for me. Trade me. Jersey down. I'm out the basketball yeah. game for good, bro. Trade me I'm to the here, trade me to the merchant marines. I'm out of here. Dude literally just walked into the office and was like, hey coach, I ain't got a dog. Like, <laughs> sorry. He's left the fucking Navy. And he was like, retired, number one, retired from the Navy at 22 years old. Like, I'm done with the Navy forever. That's the thing about this, too, is like naval, like po- fighter pilots usually are. are older like you have to go like they're just like put 24 year old tom cruise in there why he's the best why is he the best fuck you he's the best he's <laughs> tom cruise this is a great decision and he's dangerous you know what's funny about that scene though is like you see how short tom cruise is for the first time in any movie ever yeah. and, and, and since and since he hasn't been able like they've made forced perspective tom cruise the entire time where it's like all right tom you're standing on an apple box and henry cavill you're standing 50 feet away um (laughs) but the guy the admiral or whatever that's yelling at him is even shorter than him (laughs) (laughs) that's That's okay that's totally it's fine it's It's okay to be that size is what we're trying to say here movie because him and the love interest were like the same height and it was like oh shit like this is what we're going to do, but it's like, I like the fact that we got to see the full shortness of Tom Cruise, because you're right, you never see in any of his other movies, and Mission Impossible, he looks like the tallest dude on the screen all the time. Yeah, well, short king with extremely confident. His feet. Well, you know, it's funny. And he pulled an astrophysicist, like, just immediately, just off the rip. So, true. Shout out to our short sitting king. On short a, king spring, sitting baby. on a phone book. I called him a big stud and said, if you don't bed me, then uh, you know, I'll leave you forever. He's obviously doing something right. <laughs> I will uh, say Tim Robbins is in this and he is towering over everyone on this, <laughs> on this. Yeah. And my dad actually tweeted, he was following my Twitter thread. He tweeted at me. He goes, uh, actually in the Navy, he was uh, right at the cutoff because you can only be six foot five and fly a plane. Wait, really? Yep. That's why, uh, that's why the Admiral, um, played for the Spurs. David Robinson was in oh. the Navy. He wanted to be a fighter pilot and they said no fucking chance. 
And then like, <laughs> like, you better go play basketball. Yeah, you're big ass. Get out of here. Um, something I wanted to say, I've been thinking about this all day and I'm excited. I hope, I hope you guys have something to add because I'm growing into a movie person. I haven't always been one, but I feel like I'm getting there. So my list of like 80s action films that I've seen is like not impressive at all. Um, something I'm learning about 80s action movies is in all of them, we are fighting a justified war against Russia. In yeah. every single one of them, mm-hmm. we are at war with Russia. Yep. No, yeah. literal, uh, a World War Three happens here in this, like Maverick <laughs> starts World War Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't realize that, right? Like at the very end, he's like, he shot down four MIGs and they're just like, oh, well, the Russians are denying it. Yeah, the Russians denied it. So I guess <laughs> they, 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 yeah, they tucked their tails between their legs. The next shot of that is just like some Russian oligarch being like, God fucking damn. Like, Understand how much likely people were going to walk into a movie theater and pay to go see your movie if you could show them Russian bad guys. That's why Rocky Four is the greatest movie of all time. Red Dawn. <laughs> Russian dude lose. It's all across 80s cinema. It was that it was it was hook, line, and sinker. And idiot Americans were just like, yes, we are gonna pay money to go watch Americans beat Russians at everything in any form. And it made a lot of people up. We'll watch anyone beat Russians in any form. Like you can send James <laughs> Bond over the next, there. And we're like, hell yeah. 20 years. <laughs> we we the, made an entire movie industry off of one game against Russia in hockey. And we all decided that was a national rally. And we treat it like it's the greatest shit ever. We're like, yeah, America. Quite, quite literally, literally called, called a miracle. A miracle, yeah. Yeah, um, that's exactly. Well, now we can talk about this because as a perfect segue into Navy recruiters use this movie to get young, impressionable teenagers to sign up for the military in mass. They put... Nasty naval recruiting stations outside of movie theaters why amc allowed that to i don't think it was amc at the time but why why they allowed that to happen i have no idea but there's some number behind it where like it increased by like 20 percent or something like that that is extremely nasty if you go to the film like you can see this great film it's like oh my god that was amazing you walk out of the movie theater you see someone dressed like your favorite movie character it's like hey Come do what that guy does. People are like, yeah, fuck yes. That's what I'm going to do the rest of my life. I'm going to enjoy the fucking Navy. Honestly, bro, the marketing person in me is like, yeah, that's great. That's a beautiful one. That really is elite propaganda right there. Incredible strategy out of y'all. I wish that I could think of a brand activation like that. I I would. I wouldn't. He's outside the dispensary. That's that's what that is. I wouldn't be shocked if uh, if they did it for this next one, too. They might need to. I I put on Twitter, I said the DOJ is paying Tom Cruise to be like, do not delay this movie ever again. We need these. (laughs) You see what's going on in Ukraine? Joe Biden's on the phone. Like, I need this shit by midterms at the latest. They have been sitting on this sequel for 25 years, just (laughs) assuming something would pop off with Russia between then and now. (laughs) (laughs) So mad he has to get back in this bullshit ass uniform again and reshoot. Well, it's it's crazy because for the new one, they're literally Tom Cruise is so crazy. This is why this movie is going to translate well, because Tom Cruise is so crazy that in this original movie, all the stuff that you see, I think they flew around a little bit like Tom Cruise got in the cockpit, flew around a little bit. uh, No pun intended. But the thing with it's mostly just him in a fake simulated 
Green screen, yes. Green screen yeah. sort of thing. He they are in planes in this new movie. Tom Cruise was like, if you're going to if you're going to get me into another Top Gun movie, I'm going to nearly die. They're doing they're pulling <laughs> negative G's in those trailers that you've seen for the new movie. Are you for real? No, for that. real. Yeah. They're he's like hack. He's not flying the plane, but they filmed it to where it looks like he's, he's in, in the plane. Yeah, he's in the plane. It looks like he's flying the plane. Tom Cruise That's is literally dope. an actor's version of Evil Knievel. He just does crazy shit for our entertainment, and he's trying to kill himself on every movie set. And I'm going to pay to watch it every time. Every time. I can't wait to see Tom Cruise almost die in the new Top Gun movie. I it doesn't wait. matter what it is. He's going to keep trying to kill himself for our entertainment, and I'm going to watch it every time that he attempts it. If I know that Tom Cruise is not going to die until Mission Impossible 18 is on the moon and there's some accident where <laughs> fucking him and seven other people die while filming Mission Impossible 18. And then he's going to tell them, you can finally go have a stunt double for me. So y'all got to finish this fucking movie. You have 48 <laughs> hours to mourn. You're going to finish this goddamn movie. <laughs> and get back in the plane. Uh, well, when he has like the heart to heart with his boss after the funeral, his boss like walks in on him shaving, gives him 10 seconds of process. And is like, well, you got to get the fuck back out there. So <laughs> he literally you- says in the movie, Evan, that's a good point. I want to say he says in the movie, forget about him. <laughs> Bro, like in the bathroom at the funeral, like his, his dad's like in the toilet and they're like, yeah, you got to get over this fucking guy, dude. We got work to do. We got work to do. 80s, that's 80s masculinity, man. You got to love it. He's like, yeah, I mean, your friend died in a training exercise, but my friends died in Vietnam. So, like, you don't hear me complaining. (laughs) Get your ass back out there. Get your ass back out there now. So, according to producer John Davis claimed that uh, Top Gun was really a recruiting video for the Navy. He thought the public's reaction would be, wow, I want to be a pilot. Well, it worked. The U.S. Navy said the amount of young men who wanted to be naval aviators went up 500 percent after the movie's release jesus christ dude i I read that the way that they got tom cruise to be in this movie was like he wasn't gonna do it and they took him to some like naval base and they just had some navy pilots fly him around and they were like they were literally trying to fuck with him just like doing flips and shit just like we're gonna fuck this guy up this like movie star like is walking in here asking us to fly him around and so they're like just like giving him all the G's that they can in the cockpit or whatever. And then they get out and he was like, that's fucking amazing. We have to do this movie now. <laughs> yeah, they didn't realize that's how crazy, crazy, how crazy this kid was. <laughs> he was like, I have to do this. I must. And now I guess he's going to also be flying planes in the sequel. Apparently they like requested some planes that the Navy was like, nah, bro, we literally cannot let you fly that. Like, we, like that, is a would se- that is a secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the intelligence community would lose its shit if you got to fly this plane in your fucking movie. You can't, you can't do that. No. How you even know about it, Tom, is weird. <laughs> Honestly, like a pretty cool uh, deal that we've made with ourselves. You know, we can either reinstate the draft or just have a Top Gun movie every thirty years. We get to pick. You know, one of the draft can, but they will just do Top Gun. This is clearly the better option. I agree with that. <laughs> oh gotta- man. Tom Cruise had a big bro code violation in this film that I could not let pass. Go ahead. It, it made me so mad I had to pause the movie. Uh, when he follows the woman to the bathroom, which is an insane decision that we've already talked about, he says, what are you doing here with this old guy? Like, he, like, hates on the old man. Like, 
he starts dirty macking immediately. If you are Tom Cruise, you're the greatest pilot ever. You don't have to throw some dirty back on this old ass man who never even comes up in the movie again. Why did you feel the need to do that? Like if she was going to sleep with you in the bathroom, you didn't have to convince her that the old man was like too old. I think he was trying to imply like the old man can't have sex or something. I don't know what he was going for there. That old man didn't deserve that. That wasn't fair. Also, regardless of age, if someone sings like that to your girl at a bar and then follows in the bathroom, like You're you, not have, gonna break to, you have, have to fight. You have to fight or at least follow him into that bathroom. You got to do something. <laughs> hey, hey, Tom Cruise is like, where are you going? He's like, where are you going? <laughs> where are we going? Where are we where going? Are we going together right now. Um, yeah, fam, I don't. Shout out to that old man for being a better person than me. Cause yeah, I would have gotten my ass beat by the, every pilot in the oh, US Navy. Navy at that bar. <laughs> You're not just gonna sneak to my girl. Y'all not all gonna conspire to have this dude take my girl. Like, no, y'all just gonna have I'm gonna have to fight the whole Navy. Fuck it. Like and then she go. like she like left the bar immediately after that. So like you ruined my night. Like I just ordered her like eight vodka cranberries. I'm just gonna <laughs> sit here with them. Like, come on. <laughs> Um, let's see. Hold on. I'm, I'm just going through my notes. Uh, some of the great, great lines from this. Uh, you'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. Uh, come they, on, man. Do some pilot shit. Yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, he said he immediately said, um, when they're sitting in the, in the room talking about Top Gun, he said, it gives me a hard on. He said, don't tease me. And I was like, oh, okay. It's not even subtext. <laughs> um, also, the uh, he goes, my list is long. And dist- knowledge of a lady this time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he goes, the list is long and distinguished. He said, so is my Johnson. My Johnson. Uh, really good 80s humor, by the way. Yeah. Like, objectively good. Time to buzz the tower, that running bit throughout this entire movie where they just break a law. That's really funny. What do you think I'm going to do? Buzz the tower proceeds to buzz the tower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spill some coffee. Um, the, the, the sexiest thing in this movie, they tried to make this movie extremely sexy with Tom Cruise and, and Terry, or Carrie McGillis. And uh, the sexiest thing in this movie is when Tom Cruise, when Iceman says, you're dangerous. And he says, that's right. I am dangerous, ice man. And then he chomps at him. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> he just you know, Val Kilmer just goes, and he's just like, he's just like, I go, holy shit! Like I was like, oh. They were putting the movie. So on. everybody has massive chompers in this movie, like huge just, white teeth. The teeth, yep. the teeth are massive in this film and prominent. Uh, That's what I took out of this film. So let's see. We talked about the show. Just let me shower at your house. Um, oh, I, can we really, talk about her like being willing to like kill multiple people chasing this man on a motorcycle? Yeah, <laughs> and they get done with that scene. And basically, what she says is, if they he gets mad at her because he goes, she goes, "Your flying is stupid," and he he was like, he he goes, "I can't have you like." talking to me that way because i'm a good i'm a good pilot i know what i'm talking about you're just a woman and he <laughs> he he runs away on a motorcycle 
And she chases after him in a convertible. And basically what she says when she gets out of the car, also Tom Cruise, great yell actor. I don't know if you knew this. When he's yelling, it's incredible. But he says, uh, he, he basically says like, you can't question me in front of that. And she goes, I'm falling for you because you're a great pilot is basically what she says. She, she you're got the greatest horny. pilot I've ever seen and I'm in love with you and no one else can know woman, it. Ah. I'm just in love, okay? I can't help it. <laughs> it was basically she was horny for his flying which was the craziest way, like way to explain why she likes him in this she entire movie someone killed well, she's a spirit of all wrongdoing but he got someone killed with this plane didn't he his, yeah. his number one homie it wasn't his fault he was cleared of all wrongdoing oh is that the threshold we're working with now okay <laughs> <laughs> he was cleared of any wrongdoing literally the totally. first thing that the first totally exonerated, no wrong <laughs> The grand the jury declined to press charges. He did nothing wrong. So <laughs> was so was D nasty in Houston. So I don't know what <laughs> cut to a guy who literally says, You've been in enough planes long enough, it's bound to happen. Like, oh what? Like this is just like a random Tuesday at work. Like, <laughs> don't need to tell me that. I'm gonna drop out of this school. Thank you very much. Um, why does no one kiss like normal people? Oh, God, that bothered me more than just about anything else in this film. We got to talk about it because atrocious. a lot of people, a lot of people talk about that. First of all, the tongue kiss is gross. Very. You wouldn't understand. Bad. You're not in the Navy. You can't yeah. relate. You know yeah. what? That's fair. Uh, I'm, I'm also not a closeted gay man, but that's. They teach you that at Top Gun. You wouldn't know about it. Um, it was atrocious. I think the, the phrase that Matt used was baby bird. It looked like he was baby <laughs> some food. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it looks like Tom Cruise had never kissed a woman and he was like, This is how you do it, right? <laughs> I was never, trying to make I himself tall. The once. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like him being very, very bad at kissing a girl, but really good at chomping at his buddy. I feel like that, like, we're just, it's, we're fitting the narrative here. You know, this is, mm-hmm. of course, they would be really bad at kissing. Yeah. And, yeah. It, but not only that, the tongue thing is egregious, but the, when when they get done hanging out with uh goose and his wife and they're just sitting on the motorcycle like normal people do um and facing each other they're kissing but like but like he's eating her face yep <laughs> uncomfortable at best no what what is going on here didn't what did tony scott not have the wherewithal to be like hold on tom have, have you, you kissed, kissed a woman, woman? <laughs> <laughs> is this your first time doing this nah he was the one behind the camera like more tongue keep going yeah. we gotta do it again <laughs> r.i.p to my guy tony scott but like but like we also got to talk about meg ryan having just zero cool zero chill as soon as she touches back down on the ground and is like reunited with her husband and tom cruise she's like my husband told me that you're fucking your instructor. Let's talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> what? That was a great moment. <laughs> that was a great moment between her and Anthony Edwards. Or Anthony, is it Anthony Edwards? Ricky right. Hopkins? Yeah. Um, but he he said, he's like, that was a secret. He's like, what? You didn't tell me that was a secret. Yeah, it is Anthony Edwards. But... Um, <laughs> But yeah, he he says that was a secret. She didn't tell me it was. But the Meg uh, Meg Ryan, I said five minutes of screen time steals the show. Oh yeah, I've definitely been in that situation where like 
I told just my girlfriend something and she thought it was like for everyone to mm. know. And I was immediately just like, I, I, I can't do this. Like, so, I'm going to be shot. Like, this is not, what, not cool. the was, what was the budget for this movie? $15 million. How much of the budget was given to someone whose sole job was to pat everybody down with water between takes, like in the control room? <laughs> Spritz. Everybody's so sweaty. Like, we got to do, we got to get, you know, 10 takes of that. We got to re up the sweat after every take. This is, the, this is literally the sweatiest movie ever, including like boxing movies where they're sweating and sweat's going everywhere. This is an even sweaty version of that. Like, this. I know it's probably really hot in the cockpit of the fighter jet, but why is it so hot in the control room? Can we control the air conditioning in there, or do we not have that kind of yeah? Stuff close space. Here? Everyone's smoking cigars in there. It's just <laughs> <laughs> uh, or just like okay. standing in an elevator. Tom Cruise is just like sweaty as hell. One uh, like throwaway shot from the movie that I keep thinking about is after they've like hammered home for fifteen minutes that he does in fact like love fighter pilots. He's leaving work one day and he's just on his motorcycle, like staring at a, a plane take off. And he's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> right there. They brought up he, that like, back he, like, for the turns his head and he, like grins to himself, like, yep, that's a helicopter. Or that's a that's a fighter jet. And that's he how he gets man. back into the plane after his yes. friend dies. He just goes to the airport and is like, that should be me. That's dead ass. <laughs> R.I.P. to Goose, but I'm built different. I got to get back up there. <laughs> I leg- legitimately thought when they showed the plane uh, it, as in the transition to him at the airport bar, literally thought he was the one flying the Spirit Airlines plane or whatever, <laughs> tra- taxing down the runway. I'm like, well, this is a twist. Didn't expect it. Um, I don't know how he's going to beat the Russians in this. Did you know that there is a guy that that piano bar is literally like right in downtown san diego they've built a bunch of like high rises and stuff around it but uh there is a guy uh that makes a living being a tom cruise lookalike uh that just goes to that bar every single day and takes pictures with people i wish i was shocked by that (laughs) (laughs) business of job creation uh, honestly sounds like good work if you can get it real talk like if you can make a living in san diego doing that fuck yeah <laughs> i don't have to have actual skills i can just look like tom cruise and that's all i gotta do somebody else with like to just show up one day like wearing the same costume like just show up at the same exact time like wait what are you here for like oh yeah <laughs> you're a tom cruise impersonator oh me too like oh my god like how are we gonna do this <laughs> <laughs> oh uh but also love how they learned exactly like one verse of <laughs> Great Balls of Fire. And then they were like, that's good enough. We'll just do it eight <laughs> times. <laughs> well, and like, if if my guess was all of these dudes actually were sleeping with each other and their wives were in town and they all got together and were like, okay, what would we do if we were married and we did love these women? I know. Let's go to someone's living room. We'll play piano for a few minutes. That's what married couple <laughs> That's exactly what married couples do. We're going to hang out. We're going to sing Great Balls of Fire. You, you know some of that, right? Yeah. You know, straightly. Oh, just absolutely. one part. Hold on. There's a scene me... in Frasier where he does the same exact thing, uh, just playing Great Balls of Fire in his apartment. And I was like, yeah, he also gives game. Yeah. Oh, my God. He looks a lot like him. Oh, yeah. He does look like Tom Cruise. Oh, that's not him? Nope. All right. Yeah, so he, he quite literally just goes around and dresses as Tom Cruise in San Diego. 
He looks much well, more normal than I anticipated. That guy's going to make a fucking killing when Maverick comes out. <laughs> oh, when Tom Cruise dies filming a movie, he's going to just step in like nothing ever changed. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the contract immediately. If I ever have to have a stunt double because I'm dead, it's this guy. I mean, this isn't not Tom Cruise. It's the teeth that are giving it away for me. Yeah, yes, it is the teeth that are different because of how prominent Tom Cruise's teeth are in this film. It really stands out, the teeth difference here. Oh, I bet many people go home thinking they actually had a night out with Tom Cruise at that point. <laughs> I definitely believe it. Notice how there's no pictures with him without his sunglasses, though. Yeah, he's, probably, he's probably taller than Tom Cruise, so it's even a bigger win. You're like, wow, I got to hang out with Tom Cruise, and he wasn't like five he's, foot two. So He's taller in person than you would think. <laughs> <laughs> he's much taller than he looks on. I don't know where those short rumors are. He's like six foot three. <laughs> Tom Cruise has been paying this guy under the table to walk around and be like, Look. <laughs> just spread the rumor around San Diego that I'm six two. Thank All right, you. you just gotta have this guy just like leave your house a little bit before you do when you're like trying to go to the grocery store or some shit. So like paparazzi follow him and you can just, like, <laughs> sneak out the back. <laughs> Tom Cruise doesn't know what a grocery store is. Fair enough. Or a yeah. home. Yeah. So, <laughs> a lot of uh, what do we think about Goose's death, Tej? You already have uh, said that it's uh, tragic. Long live Dex, Goose. You don't like it. Whack. I had no idea that Goose died in this movie. I had no clue. And even like in that scene, I said out loud to Matt, "Not a lot of deaths in this movie." <laughs> and even <more> death, <laughs> like right before, and Goose died instantly. But I feel like his <laughs> family has a pretty good case against the government. That was a death by cockpit malfunction. You know, mm -hmm. the, the lid of his shit didn't come off in time and he just liquefied against it is what it looked like. Yeah, he got bonked. Got <laughs> big bonk. Bonk. Yeah, he got bonked. It makes sense that for the horniest movie out there, death by bonking. Um, <laughs> my my thoughts on it now, looking back at it and, and rewatching it, because when you're young, it's like, oh my God, this is the most tragic. It literally does not have anything to do with the story you need to do that no no i was like it, it's just the dumbest most worthless thing to die over like you're just in a training exercise you're not shooting actual guns like there's no reason for you to like be in this high stakes of situation like just and i was and just I dead i know most people are going to get mad at us in the comment because it is like a tragic thing in like cinema history like goose dying and or talk is to it? me goose yeah, yes <laughs> check off goose it is it is very funny that in the most lucrative propaganda we've ever put, we like acknowledge the reality of training deaths in the US military, you know? At least they're shooting you straight. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah none of the US guys even mm. die in like the actual battle. It's just literally the one guy in training. Yeah, you can die, you can die by error, but not by Russians. So there's definitely going to be deaths of US soldiers in the new one. Probably in the first 15 to 20 minutes that will drive the pod. Well, I mean, he pays F for respects in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Also, he, love, I, I don't even remember what they said, like in the Meg Ryan scene, like after Goose died, she's just like there for like two seconds. And it's like, your husband's, your husband died. And she's like, damn, that sucks. And then we just never see her again. <laughs> By the way, can I use in my <laughs> Is it weird that John Hamm is much more handsome than anyone in this movie? And now, like, John Hamm is the new handsome standard for Navy men because he's in the sequel? No. 
Nah, it works. Extremely handsome. So I'm willing to watch John Hamm do just about anything. I mean, John John Hamm is doing the role that he was meant to do. Is it's either super like handsome, funny guy, or it is super serious person of authority. Anything in between is not is just out of his range. John Hamm is getting all the all the old roles that Army Hammer would have gotten for being just like generic (laughs) handsome white guy. They got to call John Hamm now. John Ham getting the bag for not being a cannibal. That's incredible. Exactly. Uh, Domino effect meme where it's like Army Army Hammer sends really, really weird Snapchat video. John Ham, famous again. <laughs> <on top. laughs> um yeah i what we we're kind of going in circles here but i just i laugh out loud at the part where tom scared is like he he, he literally just died he goes you got to let him go and they're like taps him on the butt like get out there soldier and you're just like what is... rub some dirt on it uh, like, <laughs> will go away <laughs> yeah i, I did right of his pitch was like you're not liable dude it's like they found you not guilty you're good get out there <laughs> yeah you're not going to jail we're not gonna make you pay any money like come on <laughs> they treated him like a quarterback. They treated him like a quarterback that has thrown like three interceptions in a game. <laughs> nah, bro. He was already three in that playoff game with the Washington With a knee, game. yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the field is a little wet, but get out there, soldier. I, I know we just saw your knee buckle, but you look like you can still play to me. So we're not putting Kirk Cousins in this game unless we absolutely have to. He's just not, ready. He's not engaging. <laughs> He's not engaging. Keep sending him up. <laughs> um uh Iceman and Maverick should have kissed at the very end. Yeah. They had great chemistry. Better chemistry than any two other other two people in the movie. That sucks. <laughs> why didn't they why didn't they kiss? They go, you can fly with me anytime. Just embrace. It would have been great. Wink. This movie really does feel like they meant to make it a musical and they forgot to add in all the music. <laughs> <laughs> like like it Explain. sets up perfectly for like musical numbers at every climax moment, you know? And then they just cut to the next scene and Tom Cruise is walking out of like yet another shower, you know? Honestly, bro, <laughs> the Top Gun jukebox musical would do I'd numbers on Broadway. Like, Lin Manuel Miranda, please don't listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Not you. Don't. Anyone else. Not you. Anyone else. <laughs> oh, I would man. watch the fuck out of that. But It'd yeah, be like they- Spider Man into the dark or whatever that <laughs> turn out the lights whatever that movie. Um, well yeah they they had a 15 million dollar budget they spent like 13 million on getting the planes and having them take off and land like 80 times in the opening credit sequence <laughs> and then with the rest of the budget was like fake sweat and they had like 30 dollars left over for licensing music and they were like we can do danger zone and <laughs> we can do take my breath away oh i forgot it. i forgot to mention guys um this won an oscar for what, what? best Sound music design? no best music original song take my breath away <laughs> take my breath away has phenomenally well so um, lucky for them because if you only got money to pay for one or two songs you better hope that they age as well as Take My Breath Away. It still sounds great. But it was nominated for three others. It was nominated for Best Sound, Best Film Editing, and Best Effects. The sound in this okay. film is insanely yeah. good. It, it's kids? phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, MTV, <laughs> Mu- movie award. MTV movie, movie Awards Best Kiss. Uh, anything else? Um, or I, I kind of want to draft Tom Cruise movies. I know I didn't like... Uh, 
I know I didn't present that beforehand, but I kind of want to do Tom Cruise movies since I don't think we're going to do another Tom Cruise movie until Maverick, I think, comes maybe, out. Maybe we just pick our favorite one. Yeah, let's do that. Let's not close like the door that. doing any further Tom Cruise movies in the next couple of months. I'm always down for a Tom Cruise podcast. Uh, I can go through all the Mission Impossibles. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm not well-versed in Tom Cruise catalogs. So I'll recuse from that. But I do want to ask y'all about something because I'm watching a lot more movies now than I have historically. And what is the deal with nine-minute-long title sequences in movies <laughs> from the 80s and 90s? I brought it up to Matt. You don't see that anymore. They usually just kind of get into it. I prefer that. Yeah, well, same. They it did takes, that. So long to start. They did that, and then at the very end, they did like the '80s comedy where they brought them back up on screen and said <laughs> Tom Cruise, or like, well, first they brought up Goose who died. They said Goose, like he actually died in, in real life. Memory. <laughs> yeah. The flash yeah, credits. The, the opening sequence of this movie, I was like, oh, so this is going to be some bullshit. Because, like, it was so boring at first. It was long as hell. The music was slow. And then, like, Danger Zone picked it up a little bit, like, at the end of it. But it was like, why are we just watching planes just literally take off and then land on this naval, like, aircraft carrier for five Danger Zone. Five minutes. First of all, there's nothing wrong with a little foreplay to get the movie started. Don't <laughs> Thank you. We can ease into this thing. And second of all, how can you be bored by seeing nine minutes of fighter jets just flying around? I was entertained the to whole time. To a dope-ass song? I grew up with YouTube, exactly. man. I've seen the coolest <laughs> shit in the world for like two decades now. Because, well, I'm sure partially because of this movie, and like we just love military propaganda in this country, you know, fighter jets fly over me at football games all the time. I'm used to that shit. Like, you know, like I, I can't just <laughs> watch. Just a flyover. Yeah, like, <laughs> I can't just wa like watching a flyover on TV. It doesn't hit the same as watching it at like being at McLean Stadium and you look up and holy shit, there's fighter jets now. Dope. Let's go play Northwestern State. <laughs> it is extremely weird to me that we do these uh, staples of military propaganda at sporting events. But I was like, I don't understand this. But when I finally felt a fighter jet, like I literally felt it in the stadium. I was like, oh, I understand why people like this. <laughs> yeah. I get no it. one knows why we do it, but it's cool. Like, <laughs> fucking five fighter jets flying in a V formation over you. And it's like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm ready for this non-conference Baylor home game. <laughs> I'm ready for this BYU-Arizona football matchup now. Let's do this. I think it's just in case there's like a Bane situation going on. You know? <laughs> They're like nuke the field. They got They have to go. You don't want anyone to get any ideas. Uh, stay ready so you ain't got to get ready that's how we operate <laughs> and they call it a training exercise <laughs> um yeah all right so favorite tom cruise movies uh oh god right after tom, this break from right apollo after Media. right after this ad break from apollo houston all right um I'm so glad you just bought me a little bit of time i'm going to google best <laughs> tom cruise movies <laughs> I want you to pick the first one you see. Don't even like. Do you want me to tell you what the first one I saw was? Yeah. I've never heard of it. So I mean, I picked this one. It's American made. <laughs> well, uh, that's actually fine. Uh, actually. I'm going to, I'm going to find a movie that I've actually seen that I can give some sort of. You've definitely seen some of these Tom Cruise movies. Oh yeah. He's an eyed wide shut. Yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the ones. All right. Uh, Tej, what is your favorite Tom Cruise movie and why? This is impossible. Uh, no is it Mission Impossible? <laughs> it's hard to pick. 
Uh, it's so easy for me. I would say my favorite standalone movie for me is probably the most recent Mission Impossible movie. I love it so much. I can't stop watching it. I don't even love the Rogue Nation is one of my least favorite. That's the one before. But the one after that, I think that was Mission Impossible Fallout. That shit is so good, man. Uh, But also the the one where he keeps being reset. What's that? no, you don't get no. You said one. Oh, sorry, 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 you sorry, don't sorry, get sorry, to sorry, say sorry. another one. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. So it's Mission no. Impossible Fallout. I'm saying with MI6, it's six. I'm saying with what MI6. a what a like because at some point those movies were dwindling. I think around like two, like two they did the John Woo one, and then three was two JJ. Really bad. Yeah, JJ Abrams, and then at some point Tom Cruise said, "Oh, I'm just going to basically direct these." Yeah, well, three has the goat in it. It it has a uh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman, phenomenal, phenomenal performance. But and at that point, Tom Cruise was like, "Yeah, I'm a fucking you know rappel down the tallest building in the world just because I can, <laughs> and y'all will pay for me to do this." Like, and so I'm ready. Let's go. Y'all will pay for me to have my weird hobbies. Is basically yeah. what he said. Like, learn how to fly helicopters and stuff. Uh. Let's see, Matt. What is your favorite Tom Cruise movie and why? Edge of Tomorrow dibs. You can't. Yeah. You can't call uh, it Edge of that, Tomorrow. That's uh, so I fucking think rules. It, he, Tom Cruise has benefited by it being one of the um, most original and well-executed sci-fi stories. I think um, time travel movies bore me so quickly. If if you can't explain what's going on and why the time travel is happening or the rules of the time travel in this particular universe, I it, no, don't care. Tenet, I lasted seven minutes. I was like, no, nope, this shit's way too confusing. <laughs> I don't have the mental fortitude to watch this on a plane with shitty sound to not know what's going on. Uh, but Edge of Tomorrow, fantastic film, great background movie, great laundry movie. And it's it's my favorite Tom Cruise performance for sure. It uh, a movie that is aged spectacularly well, and they're gonna make another one actually, uh, or they're trying to make another one. <laughs> edge of next week. <laughs> <laughs> edge of the midterms. Edge of your taxes you are due. Exactly. Uh, edge no. of day after tomorrow. Um. No, so yeah, they it, it's it's aged a lot better. It actually kind of tanked at the box office when, or not tanked, but it didn't make as much money as they wanted it to. They thought it was, oh, this is going to be like a five hundred million dollar franchise, and it only made like three hundred million dollars. But like, cost I think like a hundred and fifty million dollars to make. Anyway, it was one of the last blockbusters that wasn't really based on known ip is kind of based on a anime or a manga if i remember correctly uh but yeah i love that movie uh let's see evan you're nodding like you know movies i know yeah i'm glad you said it um i found out tonight that i've only seen like three tom cruise movies in my whole life so maybe (laughs) this is just a part of the universe i need to expand on a little bit uh i have seen mission impossible one and i do remember loving that and I did see the day after tomorrow, and I do think I slept in my parents' bed that night. I was like nine years old. Um, so I don't, I don't have a very good Tom Cruise journey like you guys do. But uh, Mission Impossible One, That's I remember okay. ruling. And uh, also, what's the one where Robert Downey Jr. does blackface? He's in that one, right? 
Tropic Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, so that one was also all right too. (laughs) He 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 pulled off that role way better than I thought he would have. Les Grossman. I think he was nominated for a Golden Globe for that. Yep. That feels very Golden Globesy. Evan, have you never seen a few good men? No. I've never seen a few good men. Oh, if you name the best 200 movies, you know I've seen probably 15 of them. (laughs) I want the truth. It's just overacting the movie. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. It, is, it, it works. Though. It works. Over I know y'all have that. Like you also have this poster that like hundred greatest movies of all time or whatever yeah. poster Let's... that you can like scratch stuff off of. Yeah. My shit is so sad looking. I haven't <laughs> seen so many. I haven't even unraveled mine. To be... <laughs> like, one of my friends got it for me for my birthday. Shout out to Cat for another pod. But yeah, man, my shit looks so fucking sad just sitting on my wall with like eight scratches on me. <laughs> Just Shrek has like 15 scratches on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Shrek one, Shrek two. Hell yeah, Blade <laughs> Runner. I saw that in class. <laughs> uh Dex, your favorite, your favorite movie. Is it Mission Impossible? It's Mission Impossible Fallout. I fucking love that movie, dude. Like, I I was never a big Tom Cruise guy before because like you know, most of what I knew about him was like the Scientology stuff and him being a weirdo. Couch, and I was couch like, jumping. That's yeah. And then, you know, that kind of stuff, that stuff like went away for a little bit. Like we don't really talk about it as much. And now he's in Mission Impossible 6 and he's like willing to kill himself for my entertainment. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. I found out he's like actually jumping out of planes and shit in order to film these movies. Even though everyone's like, bro, you don't have to do this. Like we, we have people who just like do this all the time who can do it for you. He's like, no, yeah. I have to do it. It's, it's like better. <laughs> it's better for the movie. And I agree. He's right. It is better for the movie because you're like, Tom Cruise is going to die. <laughs> it's just so fucking dope. Uh, Henry Cavill is not good. And that movie is the one that like sold me on that officially. I was like, mm, yes, this is my take disagree. now. Henry Cavill, not good. That's not good. You don't have it. But Tom Cruise carried his ass. So shout out Mission Impossible 6. It's amazing. I'll probably go watch it again after we're done with this podcast. Um, so I love Edge of Tomorrow. Can't take it. Uh, Mission Impossible 6. I think it's one of the few movies that I've actually gone back and watched in theaters like three times. Um, it, way better than it had any right to be. And then... He was punching the shit out of people in that film. Like, there's no, we shouldn't be able to believe that Tom Cruise can punch that hard. Every now and again, the bathroom scene will get reshared on my timeline. And I'm just like, all right, this is about, I'm just going to waste like five minutes of my time today. I got to mark this off. Yeah. You just have to watch it. Henry Cavill Um, grows a pocket, but it doesn't matter. It's still dope. I've surprisingly seen a lot of Tom Cruise films. Uh, Minority yeah, we're Report. Get beat up if nobody mentions Jerry Maguire. So Jerry yeah, Maguire Minority, has been mentioned. Minority Report is great. I I, I was kind of bored by Minority Report. Oh. Sorry. Um, but my favorite probably just performance base is Collateral with Jamie Foxx. Nice. The one time he's played like, or one of the last times he's played a bad guy and he is a genuine piece of shit and it is fantastic. Evan, if you haven't seen that one, Go why it, it is like what's it called again? Collateral. Collateral. Okay. Michael Mann kind of based in Miami, like the Miami Vice Phil. And basically he ba- he he kidnaps Jamie Foxx and makes him drive him around town the entire night. And it is incredible. 
Michael Mann I, won't let that you premise go. alone, I'm in. I'm sold. Michael Mann uh, will never let you go. I but love yeah. the looking at Wikipedia, like Tom Cruise's filmography. The next three projects on it are Top Gun Maverick, Mission Impossible 7, and Mission Impossible 8. And that's it. And I'm like, thank you. That's all I, I need. Hey, no, no, IMDb, IMDb says untitled Tom Cruise SpaceX project. Oh, I'm like, yeah. That's definitely the next Top Mission Gun Impossible. Top Gun in space? Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. He's going to go to the moon. He has to. It's in his destiny. <laughs> We just stopped going to the moon, but Tom Cruise said, take me to the moon. And the government was like, you know what? I think we can go to the moon again. Yeah. They let Tom Cruise go to the moon. They're going to make the greatest action movie we've ever seen. We need it. We need this to happen. Literally, it, it can be just him. It doesn't matter. No, like, I need him, him in a camera and that's fine. Like Tom Cruise on the moon. I need him to remake that meme of the moon is haunted. <laughs> Moon's Moon's haunted, haunted moon starring haunted moon starring tom cruise i, I love it my new I'd absolutely go watch that absolutely. what'd you say moon's haunted be right back <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right that Already is really better than i had asked her <laughs> oh, yeah uh <laughs> that has been a one take podcast quick podcast this week uh we are going to do morbius next week uh, make Tej watch Morbius crowd. Fuck my life. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, Morbius, by the way, and I've been doing this as a bit, but we may actually just watch this movie. Um, Morbius has a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ah, oh, love it. That's fine. 17%. Y'all for making me watch this. I will never forget this. <laughs> but this hey, is man. what you get for trying to support Jared Leto. Yeah. Keep him off the <laughs> funded actors list. You were like, we have to protect Jared Leto at all costs. And then look what he did for you. Look, this is what happened. Um, <laughs> something I learned about myself now that I'm a movie guy or trying to be is that I will watch anything that Sandra Bullock is in. So <laughs> tomorrow around lunch, I'm going to see The Lost City by myself. Apparently uh, not bad. Yeah. I've heard it's good. I'm pretty excited. Matt, you want to come? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> oh god i got a thing um i have, I have something to do <laughs> have to go shower at a strange woman's house I have, exactly i have never bought into the sandra bullock charm ever 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 i've never uh, i've never been on not even when she kidnapped that kid and made him play football no definitely not <laughs> I've, I've never been a sandra bullock fan that's I've what that movie's been. about right <laughs> basically that's what i got but Sandra Bullock rules. I'm going to also go see Lost City. I heard it's pretty good. I'm a sucker for a good rom-com. Yep. You know, Channing Tatum's back. Let's go. And I, I like that Daniel Radcliffe has successfully transitioned away from Harry Potter. Probably the greatest cinema feat in the last 60 years is him being something not Harry Potter successfully. Actually, maybe. feat in the last 60 years? <laughs> I said it. I'm not taking it back. Harry Potter? <laughs> I respect Look, it. He, he made so much... He made so much money off of that movie that he can't yeah. even be bothered to have an opinion about anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Love it. He didn't care if any of his other films are successful. He's like, I don't care. I, you know how much money I made from Harry Potter? Yeah, what it's difference does like it Because <laughs> I made a hundred million dollars. Why are you asking me about Will Smith? I don't give a fuck. You... <laughs> um, let's see. So yeah, uh, Morbius has a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, but a 70% audience score. So the uh, Morbius is actually good haters are out there. I've Ooh, seen a couple of them that. dispersed around my timeline, and I guarantee you that they're wrong. I guarantee <laughs> you that it was going to be absolutely stinky. 
why is there such like a coordinated effort online for people to lie about how good superhero movies are like i feel like that genre in particular just has the most dedicated online fans who like are just con- committed to telling us to not believe our own eyes yeah. like Zack snyder hive morbius hive venom hive they all want us to know that these superhero movies that they like are actually really good and we're all dumb it's like bro we can see the movie like we, we can <laughs> we watch can, it like we can watch this movie we know what's going to happen <laughs> we know you're lying I saw someone say um, this weekend that everyone who's gone to see Morbius is just in the Jared Leto Discord, and they're all <laughs> like, it's like a pump and dump pump for cinema. There is a Morbius Discord. So maybe we're onto something here. All right, Matt has got to go, uh, but we will let Evan plug y'all's podcast. All right, Matt, stay out of this one. Thanks for leaving. <laughs> Bye. Um, yes, Between Two Bears. We tricked someone into thinking we were going to do a Baylor podcast, and now it is not that. We just talk about whatever Matt's mad about that day. Um, so it's been <laughs> good, great for content. We're having fun. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. We make dick and ball jokes. So, you know, we're, we're both contributing to the culture equally, I would say. Yeah. It's incredible uh, to listen to, honestly. <laughs> y'all, like, came out of the gate hot, and, like, y'all made an amazing podcast already i was laughing out loud when matt uh was talking about his job in real time saying oh this is not going well for me and you were like i gotta i'm not gonna lie i've been having a great time (laughs) when we when we were recording that specifically i had literally landed in la walked around for four hours and got free fried chicken and then i came to go record and matt was like oh things are rough on my end i'm like brother this is the cleanest super i've been in months this is the fucking life right now. <laughs> I went to a Kings game. I've been gambling in Las Vegas. Shit is nice right now. And not complain. I feel sorry for you, but like me personally, can't yeah. relate. You know. Uh, so between two bears, you can find them on all your podcasting platforms. Go leave them a review on Spotify and the like. Um, you can do that for us as well, too. Go leave us a review Please. on Spotify, Apple. Help us beat the allegations. Uh, the allegations. And then um <laughs> And then me making y'all do a movie where the only black guy is named Sundown is tough. <laughs> Off look. That's bad. That's, that's, that's after Marky Mark Dick, too. Post Marky Mark Dick, you, you did that to me. That is um, tough. I told myself I wouldn't leave this podcast tonight without making one plug for, I know you'll probably get a trillion suggestions, but I will pay my own money. Even if y'all just do a private episode just for me. Um, it's a movie called Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie. <laughs> and I don't want you to look it up at all. But know that it is a star-studded cast, and I specifically want your three takes on it. If you ever are in the market for a, a backfilled episode, it's apparently this movie. So apparently, that and Grandma's Boy are the two that people want us to do. They're yes. like, it's actually good. When I'm like, they're they're not good movies. <laughs> I've never seen either of these films, but I have heard great things about Grandma's Boy. I'm definitely down to watch uh, that. Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie um it was like i'm sure every friend group had this but in high school when it was like getting late and we were all like kind of slowing down like this is what we would throw on um as everyone like fell asleep on like a couch or like on the ground or something so this was kind of like every comedian from the early 2000s is in that movie yeah it's i love it i don't know where it's probably like on something like crackle.com now but uh (laughs) it's out there to (laughs) be uh all right so you can find them at between two bears you can find us at one take pod one take pod on uh instagram twitter as well uh dex what are we working on what are we doing you have an article coming out that's actually really funny 
Yeah, I'm putting an article out. I mean, it'll be out by the time y'all hear this, but you know, it's about the MCU playoffs. Is two lost Thanos the four seed still? Because my boy got cooked twice. We saw it. But I mean, he was putting up numbers before that. So can he still make it? We'll see. Read the article on ApolloHOU.com. And uh, follow us at Apollo HOU on all the major platforms. And now also at Watch With Apollo, where we'll be tweeting out all our articles and, you know, film news and TV news. And the Grammys are happening right now. So we'll be tweeting about that shit. Just follow us. Do it. Uh, and hashtag support Florence Pew, as always. As always, we had some fan art. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. We have a fan. She can draw. She made us some support for us. We, we have, have a, a fan. Yeah. A fan. I, I love having a fan. But uh, yeah, thanks y'all for listening. And we're out. All right. Fuck all that rap to pay your bill shit. Yeah, I'm on some rappers pay my bill shit. All up on TV, I thought it made me richer. Wasn't paying me enough, I needed something quicker So now I'm all in Nico basement putting working on the phones Either that or drive the money more to make the pickups Man, it's 2008, I'm trying to paint the picture Comeback season in the works and now I'm thinking bigger I got 40 in the studio, every night, late night Gotta watch that shit, don't wanna make them sicker That's my nigga, oh lord, got a whole lot to show for it I mean, we could really get it, we could go for it I'm just here for the bucks and the billies, nigga Don't make me kill one of the ghosts for it I run this shit, they like go for us, run for us, run for us, go for us. Yeah, I mean y'all already wrote for us. Damn nigga, what's one more quote for us? Oh Lord, who else sounded like this? They ain't made me what I am, they just found me like this. I was ready. Fuck that, I've been ready since my dad used to tell me he would come into the house to get me. He ain't show Valuable lesson, man, I had to grow up. That's why I never ask for help. I do it for you niggas and do it for myself. I go zero to one and nigga real quick. Real quick. Whole squad on that real shit. Zero to one and nigga real quick. Real quick. Real fucking quick nigga. Zero to one and nigga.